It's Wednesday the 23rd of September 2020 and welcome to the latest Timeware podcast. My name's Simon Birchall, I'm the Managing Director and with me today I have a number of people. So on my right I've got Mike Coop from the Projects team. In front of me Nathan Price, Technical Director. Uh, to, to his right Matt Wilkinson, Head of Support Team 1, 2. And on my left Nathan Beveridge, Head of Support Team 1. And today's talk is about Project Toronto, Concepts and Technologies, and this is the August edition. If you remember a month ago, we did a, a, a bit of an update on where uh, the development team had got to, and this is a, a follow-on from that. So we have a number of points to cover. Um, so, point number one, themes, SVG-based icons. Could uh, Nathan, could you tell me what, what that means, please? Yeah, okay, so part of the themes, um, means that that the colours of the icons could change, uh, so the pictures could change depending on the theme that you'd selected. Um, also, the size of the icons might change depending on the the theme that you've selected. Um, so, what we've had to do is use a specific type of icon, which are vector-based. Uh, is that scalable vector scalar, graphics? Yeah. Scalable vector graphics icons. So. For instance, if you had um, a dark grey theme, um, some of the icons may change from a dark colour to a light colour just yes. to give you a contrast. And it's the only way of doing it really, so it's on a theme. Sort this of is thing. part of the user experience, I guess, isn't it? That's this is right. part of uh, yeah. improving the user experience. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And behind the scenes, them icons, they just code actually. Yes. So, so they can scale to the size of a house or a so if we're running this on a large if we're running a large monitor at a presentation it, well it'll be the theme that would decide how big right, the icon okay. is going to be but, but you're right the the resolution shouldn't be affected so they shouldn't pixel you don't it pixel it right yeah. okay all right okay the next one next point is uh, the backstage pane could you explain what that is please yeah, so in Microsoft Office or uh, Word, um, Excel, um, they've got a uh, backstage, backstage pane. pane. And yeah. what that usually is, there's either either a home button yes. at the top left or the may, it may be called file. Yeah. And then what happens, you'll click that and then um, a, a, big, a big panel will slide out. Yes. And on that panel are things that you don't tend not to go into that what is often. It, what is it you built into our backstage pane? So we've got the support information screens yes. are in there. Yes. Uh, license information screens are in there. Okay. Uh, How useful would that be? Matt? It'll help because obviously that'll have the link to our remote support. Yes. So yeah. obviously they, instead of having to talk the customer through how to get to the, our web page, they can just click through the menu button. Right. Click on the remote support there. Okay, and so numbers say number of Supreme devices that would be, yeah, that that would be listed. Mm -hmm. uh, well, there's an improvement to that actually, isn't there? Where where it tells you the amount that you've got at the moment yes. and the amount you're allowed. Right. Um, we haven't. I don't think we've got that in the existing software. So if somebody's got a license for five Supremes and we're on site adding a sixth yeah, and yeah. we can't do that's that'll be yeah, part of the support fair. process yeah okay is there anything else that's on that backstage yeah i mean just the nature of that stage pain means when it it'll take up the whole of the application space so you can put a lot on there um 
Go ahead. And we'll come on to that on the floor. Yeah, we'll sure. come on yeah. to that later. Yeah. Okay, great. So that, that's a, it's something that people are familiar with. It's, it's, it's yeah. some, I've seen that on Office. Yeah. Uh, on, sorry, on Excel. Hit the file yeah. button. Slide yeah. sideways, doesn't it? Okay, next point is badges on icons. Yeah. What's that? So what a badge is, is it could be, it could be um, basically to notify you. Um, what could we say it? Would it Imagine be an item on a to-do list on, on the existing to-do list. Yes, um, like a number appearing. A number. So something. Let me guess. Something like number of forgot a number of missed bookings. Instead of it having a number at the side, it. it would have a, a number within the within, within the icon itself. Icon. So that what what's the benefit of that? Just neater, looks tidier, okay. e easier to to. Yes. to I think people are more spot. used to that as well. Yeah. So like when you're on mobile phones, you've got like if you get a number text, of messages, number of text text you've got, yeah. Like yeah. I suppose you can have that minimised then as well. So if you have something else, or yeah. if you want the what do you do with a very high number? Just put dots or something. Or, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Or you do ninety nine plus. Oh, okay, yeah, um, that's good. But and that 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 then badges can can be shown anywhere as well. Imagine something like in the adjustment screen. Yes. Um, you could have a badge on there to say there's a call time infringement icon. Yep. And then the bit three, you know, with it, with it, so you'd know how many there was before you've drilled into it. Okay. Um, you could, as well as it having numbers on, you could also have something that said maybe new. Okay. So imagine we've imported some people into the system, and again, the appearing on the to-do list. Yes. It could have an icon representing new uh, people. Yes. But then have a little new um, against each person. Fine. Okay. Good. Um, right. Next point: the floor control. That was we almost touched on, touched on the backstage pair, didn't we? So could you explain what floor control is, please? Yeah, so floor control, uh, basically it makes the, makes the most out of the screen that you're in. So imagine something like uh, personnel. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and well, in fact, I'll use, something we've already, I'll use something we've already okay. got. Yes. So, so on that backstage pane, yes. I always said we've got the license information on there. Yep. There's a lot of information in the license. Yes. And when you look at the, the new screen, it's split up into, into panels, yes. into layout panels. Um, and there's about six on that page. So what, what actually happens, imagine you, you've, you, you're, desktop space yes. is in a portrait mode yep yep so so that's how you want to run it yes the the panels will be flowing down and then uh, flowing into columns right but if you if you then made that um into uh, a landscape, landscape mode and you yes. pulled the screen out uh, all the panels would flow across okay. the page rather than down so something like the, the people could visualize the to-do list yeah the event or the, yeah um yeah the to-do list you everything disappears off the bottom bottom yeah. of the screen um that it could be that you, if that you were using a very large screen you could end up with it flowing yeah. and maybe That's having um 25 lines th three sets of 25 lines so nothing would disappear yeah. off the bottom it makes the most really out of the out of your screen size. We've got to remember that these screen these shape. these these features that you that, that you're introducing these concepts and technologies they're not just in one place. It, it these are these are the 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 sort of the, 
the fundamental building blocks of the whole system, aren't they? So yeah. although although you're designing them in and you're using them in one specific place, they're going to appear lots of places. Yeah, I'm the always system. thinking about what we're going to be doing with yes. the layer when, yeah. when I'm designing these so things. The floor control, mate, you, you, you've used it on that back pane, yeah. but it's um, yeah. it, that backstage pane, but it's going it, it's going to ripple through the system. Yeah, it's it? fantastic in personnel. Yes, you know, uh, at the moment we can only fit so much on that screen. Yeah because we have a uh, we have a set size and yes. some people have have deep monitors some yes. people have very wide monitors some people have two monitors so with my monitor it's like a 38 inch or something yeah. isn't it it would just yeah your your yours is uh, uh small height but very yes. wide yes yeah so you, you know you fit an awful lot on the yes. one to on your screen using this floor control and this the size of the screens in the past has been determined by you yeah. You've decided over the life of time where since you decided every few years that the screen should change yeah. in size as we're getting complaints from customers yeah. about the size being too small. Whereas now it's it's different. It, it's At the moment I've designed that for 1024 by 768, which is relatively short. Right. And when you maximize a screen, that seems modern it, stays, it stays the, the same size. Enjoy. It doesn't make the most of yeah. your monitor. Nice one. I think you, you give me the two. Uh, you said about the to-do list. Yeah. So you said that at the minute we don't maximise the to-do list on the current timeline. So yeah. at the minute it lists all the way down, and you have That's to scroll right. and scroll and scroll. Yeah. But then in the new. That's what I've just said. We listed. So I've just said. About the adaptive hamburger. And this, yeah. You can tell Mike. You can tell Mike's not had his dinner yet. We just spent two minutes talking about that, and you've been thinking about food, right? Let me take control again. Well done, Mike. That was Mike Coop, by the way, head of projects. Okay, now we come on to Mike's option, which was the adaptive hamburger menu. Um, yeah. Let's let's. Um, what, what we have at the moment is we have we have um, our equivalent to the, the to this menu option is the, the tree option um, that we use in in more yes. screens, so yes. in personnel or so this know, is personnel, and then it goes off to the side, and you've got yeah. So on the left hand side of the screen, you may have options for essential, uh, like a heading, and then you might have uh, I don't know. Um, um, personal yeah something else something Group else, something else within it and then yes. another category yes. Yes. something else something else um so what we've what we've done with that is we've given it a modern update of that okay. which is using a hamburger menu okay yes okay and so when we someone like personnel if we yeah. use that as an example what just let me visualize that so you click the hamburger menu yeah what would what just explain well the hamburger menu will, will be visible right at the start yes yeah um, and um, what what you're gonna is it's more visual than a tree right. so you'll end up with an icon yes um, so tied in tied in with the uh, ribbon menu let's yeah. just think about that so the ribbon the ribbon menu is yeah. the top of the screen isn't it yeah yeah and then where's the ham where's the hamburger menu thing would that be so usually when, the when, yeah let's say you loaded up personnel yes uh so the hamburger menu would slot into where the tree is at the moment so right. the left okay. hand side right. yes. yes basically the menu system the within menu. the personnel Fine. screen okay that's yeah. where the hamburger menu would sit and what is what is very good with the hamburger menu is um, i've made it adaptive yes so what that means is if if again you're using a narrowish uh, screen yes uh, you know as you as you resize your screen and make it make the width narrower yes um the hamburger menu 
will adapt and it will just change into icons yes. rather than uh, words and okay. icons. And then as you start pulling it out again, you'll see the words. Similar to the web design, the, yeah. the guys done the yeah, web design. It. So it's all dependent it on the size of the screen adapter. Yeah. Okay, Mike, are you, you okay with that? You <laughs> stop thinking about hamburgers now, yeah? All right, just three more items to go. So this heading, this is a quite a big heading, user experience. Let's have a look at the details on that. Um, okay, I think this is the top right corner of the screen, isn't it? This is yes. This so a new a new sort of account information yes so let's just say account information this so this is information about the person that's logged in that's right yeah. so uh, this is something maybe where you've got your initials yeah. up there that's it yeah the so, initials yeah and you, you've got your name up there right and you can click that and what would you what do, what will people use that for what's the it's something they've never had before really what usually happens with a user is they get get given their permissions and their, and their passwords set and so on by an administrator. So let me just interrupt you. So so on Timeware six or the, yeah. on the current on the current strand of Timeware, when when uh, when the implementation guy set up a, a user, um, they determine or the customer tells us what permissions that user's got to have. That user then doesn't know what their permissions yeah. are. No, they haven't got. Mental, they don't even bizarre, know. What the, so, what so the policy does, name is. What knock-on effect does, you have, does that have on support? Just determine like the relevant people that they should be seeing. So if you get a call on support saying um, uh, Mike can't access certain people, the first thing you've got to do is check the policies yeah, of that person. Yeah, you've got to dig out, obviously, out of what could be hundreds of policies. Right, so, so what we do now with this new, the time we're seven, so the Toronto standard, we just click, ask the customer to click on the top right thing. That'd be one of the early support questions we'd ask them. And they'd say, these are my policies. And that's it. And then what else do you envisage them being able to uh, do from that? You can allow them to change the password in there as well. And how do people do that at the moment? At the moment, they, um, they either get the manager to read to set the password for them. Right. Or they get an email with a password reset link. Right. That's well, again, well, what we're trying to do with this is empower the user more okay. um, to, to be able to make their own changes. Um, Have you got any other any other ideas of, of things that are going to fit within that option? I think as we do more of the client, yes. I think, I think that, that, that account area yes. will just um, build out more. You see it being more settings rather than people being able to go in and make yeah. changes. So, sorry, it's more, so, it's yeah. more information about that themselves as a user. That's right. It? Yes. That's right. Yeah. Also, what I forgot to say actually is I've built in preferences into that okay. option at the top. It was hidden away in the past. What's an example of, of a So, a user preference, let's say um, when you're um, exporting a dashboard or a, a, exporting some information out of a grid. Um, a preference could be do you want to use the internal uh, viewer or do you want to use your external viewer such as Excel or Word or, yes. or external PDF or yes. do you not want to use any viewer okay. so, so it's it's user-based preferences you just you just touched on something yeah. there is this the right time to mention it and it, it's the it's the viewers yeah is yeah, that, kind of, yeah, yeah. That, okay yeah. so at the moment on the Timeware 6 product um, if uh, on the support side, you guys, if if um, if somebody wants to use, if 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 somebody asks us to develop um, a report that's going to be written in Excel, I get an export. Yeah. Um, 
the customer needs a copy of they need Excel installed wherever they're running it from and what problems does that a lot of the times obviously because we, we run our automated ones on the servers and a lot of companies will allow us to put Excel on the server right is that a security risk yes yeah, okay so with this new with the time we're with the time we're seven the Toronto standard you've you've built into yeah. into the application yeah. a, an Excel viewer three three different viewers what are, what are they so there's an Excel I'll call it a spreadsheet viewer. I guess okay. we shouldn't be saying Excel. But right. We've, we've got a spreadsheet viewer in there. Yes. Uh, we've got a PDF viewer and we've got a document viewer. Okay. Word. Yes. Word document viewer. We've <laughs> uh, just been sued twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. and, and what's really good with these internal viewers, it's less jarring as well. So in the past, if you wanted to uh, export something or view something, yeah. it sets you out into. Uh, an external application yes. obviously it's less jarring when it's part of the same application that you're running why that term jarring yeah so i think like an another thing that, that's beneficial for it is if you right now if you're designing a report or an export you've either got one or the other yes this is just one you can choose with it. an option yeah that is a point yeah. a, a really good point that nathan so so what we tend to do if if a a report is very hard to do we tend to script it at the moment which means that when we script it it's got to be in excel yes. um obviously the, the new the new reports that we're doing um maybe we're going off topic of okay. it but the, the new reports that I'm we're doing export perfectly into excel but you can also preview them yeah. and they, they look really nice and they look just as good when you've exported yes. them into excel yeah. good all right, just so just one more thing on the on the user bit is yeah. um, about the settings. Okay. So all the settings now are saved against the local PC yeah. and the user that's logged in. Okay. So this has been a problem. This this, this solves a problem that's occurred recently, hasn't it? Where people uh, on time on time were six on the six yeah. product. Yeah. They they're stored stored on the server. Start, yeah, in our database, right. in our in user the, database. So if, if somebody logs into the system in their office, yeah, yeah, on a certain screen size and they have it all set up the way they like, yeah. two, and screens, two screens and they're working from home yeah. and they're logging from a laptop, all of a sudden half the screen's not there. And they can't even get to it yes. then without yeah. resetting the user registry. Okay. And it's, it's not the right way to do no. it nowadays. So this is a, this would resolve that issue, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Okay, that's the end then of the user experience. Just got two other uh, things to mention. We've got the web API. So I know as you're working, as, as, as the team are working on this, we've got, there are two APIs being developed, aren't yeah. there? There's the web API and the Toronto API. Yeah. So the web API. Just touch lightly on the yes. web API. Okay. Uh, it's almost an internal um, um, bit of code that we use. Okay. okay. And we use it for things like the, the mobile worker and pulling the swipes in off the mobile worker. Yes. And um, it's just worth noting that we've rewrote. We've yeah, re this is part of the complete on. rewrite of everything, yeah. isn't it? So this is a slight touch. Later on, yeah. this may become a bigger part of the system as we do. Yeah, we may, we yes. may put extra features in on the yeah. ESS core. Yeah, uh, and, and, and then that will expand. But it's this web API, the end user doesn't get to see this really. And the, 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 the final point for August is the Toronto API. Um, and am I right in thinking at, at the moment, if uh, another company wants to integrate with Timeware, 
yeah that's where there are yeah the at, at, the, at the moment yeah. what we tend to do is we'll we'll integrate using scripts okay. and we we also tend to end up using their API yes. and not our API because we haven't got one. Okay, good. So so if the customer wants something off us, we'll, we'll end up probably doing some some form of script either to export into Excel or directly into the into the uh, API. Yes. Okay. Um, so the, the development of the Toronto API isn't complete, it's started, this is yeah. going to go on for a number of years now, That's isn't it? it? And it's going to just improve and improve and improve. That's and hopefully in the future, if some, let's say an HR uh, software yeah. company wanted to integrate with us, we'd just be able to give them the uh, the Toronto API. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, and from, 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 from November onwards, yeah. when, when they put this new version in, there'll be an option actually to install the Toronto API yes. as part of the web application suite that goes in. Yes. So this web API sits on the customer's uh, IIS server, the yeah. web server, where, yes. along with the ESS go and the TWC, um, and they're able to use that initially. It'll just be used for advanced reporting purposes, so you'll be able to pull information out of our web API okay. and they can they can integrate that then into other systems. Is it worth mentioning Swagger? Yeah, so, so uh, we're using sort of the standard standard way of doing the API which is um, uh, Swagger interface. So what's the benefit of that? The benefits the... are when the developers are using our Toronto API, it's self-documenting right. and you can actually run tests from this yes. swaggering of basically it's an html interface yes, yes. so you go to a particular address at the customer site web yeah. address and then it'll come up with our api sure okay good right. he said it as, as we move more and more over to toronto yes. that will also include it in the api to give them access to what we've got access to okay almost by by the end i'm hoping when this is finished they could almost build a time and attendance system yes. using our Toronto API. That's that's the goal. That's all we do. Okay. All right. So that's the that's the end of the of the of the of the overview of August. Um, if anybody wants to, uh, if anybody wants to have a read uh, uh, in more detail about uh, the work that the development team have completed, if you go to time where dot info or timeware.org uh, you can uh, download the the product roadmap um, and um, there'll be other podcasts broadcast throughout the uh, throughout the month and then once uh, once September is completed we'll uh, release another update for everybody um, if anybody's, anybody's got any questions if they want to come through to support the telephone number is 01706 658 treble 2 and again if you need to check out the data sheets they're on the web Thanks very much. This has been the quietest Mike has been in any podcast we've ever done so far. Yeah, I think he fell asleep halfway through. Thank you, everybody. It's really interesting. Cheers, guys. Bye-bye.